So we just wanted to get your uh, opinion on the... Um, so there was a determination uh, made by the, the president of the federal government that the territories have the authority to make up their own uh, criteria for persons under investigation for coronavirus. Uh, you've had a chance to review the physician's alert, and what are your thoughts on that? Um, you know, that's the point that we're trying to uh, get the Gulf One Public Health to change the criteria for quite a while now, just because, you know, we are somewhat different than the state because we have a lot of Korean and Chinese and Japanese coming in. So we try to kind of relax the CDC guideline uh, and that's the only way you can try to catch this, you know, uh, the, the people that get infected that have mouth symptoms because you know, more than 80% of them will not be in the hospital. You know, they have mouth symptoms and they walk around with the people. So um, they relax the criteria um, and like I say, um, every state and territory have their own um, way to come up with the guideline now. So I, I guess what we try to do is kind of mirror Hawaii. You know, we have a meeting at the governor's office yesterday, along with public health and uh, multiple, multiple clinics there, including SDA and FHP and us and other small clinics there also. And we try to clarify the, the guideline for testing uh, for patients that um, under you no know, uh, personal investigation, or now you no know, um, public health come with a term for person um, under surveillance. Okay, that's the one that I think is kind of unique to Guam. Uh, that's where the guideline is in the gray area, where people don't really fit into the CDC strict guideline. You know um, that the physician deemed necessary to run the test to make sure that the patient does not have coronavirus. Just like in the state, um, as we find out, so a lot of uh, patients does not have any uh, history of traveling to those high-risk areas, but they still come up with positive for the coronavirus. So those are the personal surveillance that they're doing right now. So, right. Um, so they relax uh, um, quite a bit. Uh, so now that the guideline is that if the patient really um, formed that the the strict line CDC, uh, of CDC is easy. You know, we're gonna get the, most of those people won't be in the hospital anyway, so it's easy to determine and swap them. But people that come to our clinic, let's say that you travel to Japan, you travel to uh, Philippines, you come back, you know, within that window of seven to 14 days, you get sick, then uh, it's a physician uh, call to have the, to have the patient tested but uh, with the consultation with public health. Uh, so that's the current guideline right now. Doc, you said that uh, we've relaxed uh, the criteria now, seeing as how the federal government and uh, Guam are we're kind of behind the ball on um, readiness for coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Do you think that we should be relaxing the guidelines or do you think that they should be more stringent? Oh, uh, we should relax the guideline. You know, I understand Hawaii now do random testing in certain area. Uh, I think the more tests we do, uh, the more chance that we're going to catch this you know, uh, low symptom uh, uh, that the, pa the patient don't really need to be in the hospital. If you commit to a, uh, with a very good uh, history of traveling or come in contact with someone and you have fever, chest pain, shortening of breath, um, uh, within that window, then it's a physician that needs to swap the patient. The key here 
is to catch all of this low symptom patient so we can kind of uh, isolate them, quarantine them so they does not pass on to the, to the gen uh, general population in Guam. Because, you know, in Guam it's different. We have a lot of comorbidities, you know. So um, if you have a mild symptom, you can come across someone that has heart disease, you know, diabetes, cholesterol, uh, they're going to get in trouble, most likely. So you said that the um, categorization of a person under surveillance is unique to Guam. Yes. And that's the definition, I think, that uh, um, public health and Guam, um, uh, in consultation with, with some provider, they come up with a unique category uh, that does not really fit the CDC guideline. And it's up to the physician, the screen that we will test the patient, not test the patient. So were the uh, physicians involved in kind of uh, crafting these uh, the new criteria? Uh, I'm not quite sure. And yesterday um, at the meeting um, with the governor, uh, public health had a meeting, they say, with the physician. But I know that um, AMC, uh, SDA, and FHP, we were not in that group of meeting to come up with the guidelines. That's which is a... Uh, we are part of the three largest critical one, but we uh, don't have the input on those. Is that a problem? And if uh, so, tell us why. Um, I think that anything else is uh, we need to kind of work together within public health and the private clinic, um, you know, because, you know, this is where the patient will be getting seen, you know, they're not going to be seen in the hospital. Um, they're going to be seen in the private clinic, you know, either a single practitioner or a group practice. So I think that's important for public health and the group of physicians have to work together, come up with a guideline that's easy to for the for the physician to order the, the, the test. Because if you make it so difficult, the physician will not order the test and we're gonna miss a whole bunch of people. So are you um, confident in the new criteria and that it's gonna be able to uh, catch you know more cases and uh, mitigate the, the spread of coronavirus? Yeah, I mean, the, this, the Chris has a lot of improvement, you know, I mean, uh, everyone is scrambling right now and, you know, we, as every day goes on, we find out new stuff and we make improvement. So, it, I don't think it's perfect yet. We have more, you know, um, more days to come and I think that as we find out a mistake, hopefully we can work together and fix it. Uh, uh, let me ask you this. So, we uh, just heard that there was a, a person under surveillance, which is a, a nine-month uh, old baby. Uh, and, and then we found out that the baby was tested. Now, in a situation like that, uh, maybe members of the public might wonder why we wouldn't test the parents as well. Uh, yeah, that's the call of the physician uh, that examining the patient. Uh, so, it's a physician call. Now, I'm not very familiar with that case. So I had to trust the physician that see the, the, the nine-month-old that make the right decision. Uh, and the, the, based on the history and what's come up with this, the physician that uh, saw the nine-month-old would be the one that appropriate order the test and not order the test. So you said the three largest uh, clinics on island were involved in crafting the new criteria. If you had been given a chance and a seat at the table, in what ways would you change the current criteria? Um, it's not so much to change, we just want to clarify, you know, like, you know, um, exactly, probably more defined of when the physician will order the test, 
because it's it's very gray area, so there's a, there's leave room for a lot of judgment on the, uh, different clinics and how they approach that, and also you know the who will swap the patient, you know who pick up the specimen, you know um, the coordination with public health uh, and the clinic and uh, the time frame, how the response, those are stuff that is not under guidelines so much, you know. So we have to define that, you know. Um, uh, I understand yesterday that um, the private laboratory uh, diagnostic lab now are also involved in the loop. Uh, they will be the one that we transport the specimen from the clinic to public health. You know, that's a big improvement from the first four cases that we have. Now, has the have the lines of communication between uh, the doctors, the clinics, and uh, the uh, Department of Public Health and Social Services have those lines of communication been open, or has it been more a case of, uh, hey, this is what we decided, work with it? Uh, what I can say is improve a lot from day one. So, like I said, we just at the beginning of this uh, uh, coronavirus things, and uh, I mean as. As days go on, like I say, things will be improved. You know, so we, we're not perfect by any way, no one perfect, but we, like I said, we try to hopefully work along with public health don't want to improve the communication and try to serve our patient better. So we only uh, conducted our first uh, test for COVID-19 two days ago. Um, people out there are saying that, you know, with we already have a case, you know, do we know that because we haven't uh, been testing? Do you think the lack of testing uh, is going to be a factor as uh, this, this goes on? Well, you know, so far I know we test four um, that, that I know of and two are negative and two are pending. And uh, I think the pending uh, two are going to be ready by this afternoon. Um, the test kit is here. So I understand that we have one test kit and they order four more. So every test kit uh, can test up to 200 uh, patients. So I think that as you can see, we're gonna be testing more. And uh, the more we test, the better. You know, like I say, we, we have to catch this, um, the low symptom patient uh, in order to kind of uh, isolate them, identify them, so that way that we can quarantine appropriately so it doesn't spread to our community. And not to cause alarm, but you know, we haven't done any testing um, prior to two days ago. Do you think that there's a chance that we could have already had a COVID-19 case as well? Uh, that's a possibility, you know, like we see, we have a, our island have so much tourists coming in and out. And, you know, I know they, they do the quarantine, I mean, the, the temperature monitor at the airport, but like the say show, when it's really, uh, they don't really catch anyone yet with the, the temperature. I mean, there's no case that, they, they, they catch people with a fever coming into, into the country. So uh, more like we have it, like I said, most 80% of this uh, uh, patient are either have very low symptoms like cough and cold that we miss. So you know, this possibility is here. And the only thing I can tell the public is uh, do not panic. You know, the good hand washing, your um, precaution, or wash your hand before you touch your face and stay healthy, that's the only way you can try to prevent from catching it. What are patients coming into your clinic saying? What, what would you say the general feeling is? Uh, from all my patients, uh, they get nervous. Uh, you know, um, uh, there's some 
uh, friction as a workplace for uh, patient that uh, um, um, the, the patient that um, just come back uh, from off island. Uh, and so yeah, I just ask the, the public to you know be calm and uh, don't create any friction in the workplace with someone just you know get off you know, from coming off from island somewhere. And I think that the HR should be liberal to let patients quarantine themselves at home if they just get back from a high risk area. Uh, is there anything you would like to add in uh, closing? You know, we want to ask your general thoughts on uh, the administration's response to the coronavirus and COVID-19. Uh, from, the, from the governor meeting yesterday, you know, the government are trying to do a lot. You know, they're trying to stand up uh, the SNU for, for the quarantine for the patient. I tried to find some, uh, some housing for a patient that cannot for some reason cannot stay at home because they have other family members that have high comorbidity. Um, uh, they try to ask the guard for, 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 for assistance. So they do a lot. And at a certain point, um, I think the only way that we can improve um, the detection of this virus is do more testing. And that's the, that's the only way we can find out. But we don't test, we never know. And by the time that the patient end up in the hospital, ICU, we miss a whole bunch of people already. So uh, testing, like anyone else um, in the other part of the world, that's the one that they try to uh, uh, minimize the spreading of the virus. Right, and so that's uh, some of the concerns that we've heard from doctors is that, you know, uh, a lot of areas in our immediate vicinity have, were conducting uh, testing, you know, when we were just talking about uh, COVID-19. Well, we just, um, the, the United States territory is very strict, you know, we have to follow the, 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 the FDA guideline, and uh, so we cannot really use the test kit from other countries. And, and that's uh, the negative uh, about trying to be so strict at this point. Um, so you know, we start getting the tests to come out. And I say, well, we have one here. And then according to the, the governor, four more are coming. So to it, so that's, we have about you know, 800,000 tests that can run. So you can see that the provider will do more tests now as the guidelines have been relaxed quite a bit. But you agree that um, at any time prior to testing conducted two days ago, we could have tested and sent it off to the CDC? Yes, but at that time, the guidelines were very strict, and that's what we, uh, we have a lot of argument uh, with public health, but I say, you know, well, we're both learning, um, but um, like I said, some um, things will improve. Thank you, Doc. You're welcome.